Sonra bizim yanımda çünkü nefesi sattı ve ismonu Given the general offering, so that we could do even more this next year to bless those in the around us. And we certainly do have a lot to celebrate. Not on the gospel, not on the fire of the way we're going to be doing a grateful, uh, humble, thankful way uh, for uh, a long time. God, I'll ask you to talk about these many things that you want to hear in the family church. I have the resources, I actually uh, asked how this is. And he will also show you that uh, even though we have the research, uh, my years is that somewhere between 85 and 90% of these people make these statistics, by But I guess it's somewhere between 85 and 90% of you have been in the family church for less than three years. Okay? Uh, and even that doesn't make these statistics, we can kind of look around now and see what we got for here. Uh, and we're going to look ahead to with us. But that time frame, doesn't give you much context for where we're at today and what, what we've experienced this morning. What you need to know is everything that you experience on Sunday morning, uh, all the smiles uh, that you saw when you drove up to the church, all the hugs and handshakes that you got walking up in the church, uh, all those of you at the comedy bar and the next step to death with a gift for first time uh, visitors. Uh, the love and care that, that, that your kids got when you checked into the family business. Uh, the amazing different seasonal things that went over and, and then photo booths that, that we set up every movie, even in the movies. Uh, the amazing worship that we have in this movie. I'm going to set you up again. Thank you, Dad. I'm going to set you up again. The amazing worship that we have here every week in Hammond Church. Uh, the family, 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 the the didn't have the resources. And as we put the hand, what had made this account was made all this account was people's willingness to do what the Lord to do here every few years by giving this literacy offer when we present the Lord the support that they did. People who are willing to give a little bit of their time to help move our mission of being the easiest place for people to experience love and forgiveness of Jesus Christ and our vision. Uh, uh, which you know what often God done in that and how they can take their next step with that. Our mission and mission. Because of people's generosity, we're able to continue to move forward in those. As the Lord has branched family church, we've been able to have a couple of our time staff keep us with our growth and they can use those people and more family with that one. Not to mention the challenges of being one church in two locations. 
Tim, would you like to pay when we walk in uh, Baltimore City? Yeah. Uh, so be friends with us for us and we seek to better serve you, better serve the power and reach the next generation when we do this. Speaking of cost figures and basic high chart breakdown of our expenses in this next year. Now, we're going to have a more detailed look at our business meeting uh, that comes up we'll have after the first week here. But for the sake of what I'm going to talk about this morning, I just put up a basic high uh, chart uh, that kind of shows the breakdown of uh, finances. Uh, the two hundred streets in that town are the green, the red, and those are the finishing or two hundred salaries and finishing. Now, what I want to point out here is uh, both of those are about 31 percent. What I want to point out here is we are in a unique position where the majority of our staff are bi-locational or part-time. I currently, I currently want that as full-time staff here at Elgin. Now, see, most churches are selected. They're not able to do that. They're not able to do that. Uh, family experts that have studied all these things, they tell you that for every 75 people, you need one full-time staff person at the church, which would mean where we're at today in the good moment you have four, more likely five full-time staff members. But by being styling the part-time position, we're able to keep our costs down and be better steward of the resources that God brings in. Three, the normal beings and your generosity. Uh, that including for the five groups in the mission, uh, that allow peace to understand the building and facilities, that cover of our honors for this building piece of the line, 18%. That, that's stated. That's stated. Now, uh, this is the number of the standard, but how we've been able to study about the almost 20% of the, of the resources that have been delivered to generosity. Now, this was enough because of the things that have been given us and the money we have over this next year. That that time, that piece of my dollar I'm going to be that way. My point is, because of the generosity of beings, we've been able to, to stick that as the picture now to pressure the business to move forward. So that is my point, I need to point that out. But the picture of generosity, we've been able to stick that amount for now, which will help propel us forward into 2024 and beyond. Statistically, one out of every $50 million dollars given charities and nonprofits is given between the dates of November 15th and December 31st. You can also that again. One out of every $50 dollars given to nonprofits and charities is given between November 15th and December 31st. So, recognizing that fact, all right, and the opportunity that the Lord has given us, we want to give you an opportunity to extend your, not your ROI, not your ROI message. But your eternal return on that. Alright? Now, the better that's a church is really to service now. That's what we're saying. I know that. But that's what we're But that's why the sometimes are so important to help keep our mission and vision moving forward. Now, let me say Jesus said, first of all, our on earth, or mocking, mocking, and then the grass is stored in them, things break right in the field. Store your treasures in where? Heaven. Heaven. Where the hops and dust cannot be stored, they do not break in the field. 
So recognize that, that this is the time to go to people who are most generous and, and have that generous mindset, that giving mindset. What more can we do? I'm not letting you What more can we do to be more effective in advancing the people of God? So following the echoes of the era of the New Testament church, who were witnesses for the kingdom of God in the fourth of the area, and we're going to look at the second. But I want you to notice the before the immigration uh, expansion in each of these steps. Uh, this is the end of the strategy. This is the plan that God set up. Luke gives an Acts chapter 1, verse 7. So you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witness to tell people about me everywhere. And as you begin to kind of consummate, you find everywhere in these four areas in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So let me have that work with you kind of. So what we have here is like our family church. This strategic strategy, this, this evangelism strategy that, that, that the Lord gave us. Jerusalem, what's Jerusalem for? Well, that's the family church. Jerusalem, that's the local issue. That's just where we're at. Where we're in the church is at, actually. Where are you going So for us, our tradition would be, would be things like the food pantry. Uh, I mean, the food pantry would be part of this administration for, for many, many years. Um, because of the generosity giving, uh, you know, of course, they continue to help that as well. But the future generosity will help that as well. We're going to need to serve uh, the families and things like that. And you can leave with the school district of our boundaries. Uh, and so we were able to help these families and there's the three and nine, uh, little grocery stores that did it all on our mind and just need a little bit of help. Uh, and of course, our resource would be, uh, our outreach on a certain day. Those are going to part of our survey. There's a vision of baskets to different businesses and municipalities that, that live in some of those and you know, that live in the third. And blessing out to one another, not the enemy, but the school just keeps taking baskets to City Hall or the police department or the Fox Walter Department. Just say, hey, this place is really, we want to appreciate all you do. That, that's part of our Jerusalem. We have a fund there at the church called Tinaria, it is the emergency building fund. And then this is for families in our church who are in the prison of IMT. Uh, the, the most uh, current illustration of that uh, would be uh, how they're going to be smart in there. I don't know some of you have been over there personally as well, but uh, we've been helping them continue to help them as they transition to their new normal uh, through, this, through this process. But you know, that would be part of our world or Jerusalem mission. But follow for our Jerusalem, this coming year, our little mission is what we're calling our vision plan. This is a new facility that we're wanting to build because the vision has noticed we get kind of confident on Sunday morning. And I just noticed that between the, the night period and this service, that is, that's a little spot out there. I'm going to tell you that. I mean, that it, if it's not good, it's not ideal, but we deal with it, and then it's so much more your patience with that. But that's not ideal. We know that's ideal. We need, we need more space. So uh, we know that. We're, we're trying to work through that. We have an architect. We have a plan for a big 12,000 square foot facility on three acres of property that is right down the road here behind the community center, the local community center. You say, Pastor, uh, why that property? Uh, and that property, because the family's family has generously and graciously offered to give. The church and property, if we so desire to build on it. Hello, 
Now, uh, so, so we got to, got to know one another, got to know one another. You know, and if we're able to do it, that gives us that much room in heaven. We don't have to buy property, we have to pay off one mortgage before we start building. So that's why that is the property that, that we have carved. So, uh, and I have, I have, we're not trying to be privileged about this. Some of you know we're going to be We're not intentionally being privileged, which is one of the things we don't know yet. So we want to step around this stuff that we have done. So here's what we, here's what we know. Here's what we know so far. We know that we've invested over sixty thousand dollars thus far in houses. Architect, we're still engineers, we're still taking, and we're growing. We we know that. Uh, we know that the planning commission here now has stopped off on our plan and made recommendations to the city council. We know at this point it took the city commission plan and we need to be present again for which we be going forward. And this is something else that we know. We know that Bobby Lodge has done an amazing job and we've been going on. So I'm going to give him a hand because he did not have to do that. I'll get into the purpose of but uh, this is not an easy thing. I I thought the learning in the church could have done this, but he's been doing this before. So he has agreed to kind of take the lead for us on and that he's done an amazing job. Uh, so those are the things that we know. Now, Here's what we don't know, because he's the one that we lost behind. Here's what we don't know yet. We don't know who they will break around. We don't know who they will break around. And when we know that, you'll be the first, excuse me, you'll be the second. You know, the first one. Uh, we don't know the final concept of the plan as well. So, so these are what these are the things that make up our Jerusalem, okay? Our, our local mission, okay? Then the next step out of Jerusalem, then the Judea. Well, what, what is the Judea for Cambridge? Well, uh, the Judea for us is when we take those uh, health references. Uh, about 10 years from today, February 18, when we launched down the church, all of the city campus. The, the, this is it, yeah, right over here, right? This is what we're calling our multiplication plan. Building either is an addition plan. Multiplication plan is it's planning the church in all the city. And we partnered with the company called Portland Church Inc. out of Detroit, Michigan, to help us in this process. They sit down the way, and uh, we met with him. And he got over to River Mountain Media and the Portland Art Center in Baldwin. So they put the oil board and uh, put together a, a plan strategy for us. We've invested over $170,000 in this plan this fall. Now, I don't think we have much breakdown for that, but we can certainly get down to that if you want. But keep in mind, that's a big bump in there. But here's what you need to keep in mind. We're starting the church from a zebra. And that's not too difficult. We're starting from nothing when we go over there. And you stand here as you understand, remember, right? You need to go to the that number would count on the comparison to purchase this property and then be constructed. So, and I'm trying to use some concept here. Yeah, that's a large number, but this is far away and we're paying it down the road. And this is that much more than time in my life because we would be able to do this sooner. Alright, so then that's why. That's why are you planning the church so close to managers and all of them? had a conversation with some of them with the the press earlier this week about this very thing. So it's a fair question, so I'm going to do my best to answer it. Why are we planning a church uh, on the eight mile away? Well, the, the first, the, the best way to do it is to live this is the direction that we First and foremost, this is the direction that we And here's what you need to know here. This is something I woke up in the three weeks ago and said, hey, let's plan a church to call. 
This is something that kind of will catch it up to you. Hey, Dad, I got an idea. No, no. This is something we've been praying about for years. For years. Even before the well, we got sick in the eye, and people died in the revolver now. Even before all you started coming, we were praying about it. So I want you to think that this is something that, you know, I don't know, I think she gets you, he's the one that I had a good cup, I have a kidney bumper. No, 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 no. I have talked with pastors who have been on this journey and navigated this. I have talked with my pastor, our Christian superintendent, multiple times. He's praying with us. I just want you to know that this is something that we've done. We, we are seeking the Lord about this and then following him as he's leading us. Okay? So, why don't we have a meeting? Why don't we have a meeting? Why don't we have a meeting? And here's the thing that you should know about church planting. It's not church planting. People wouldn't know this. I didn't know this until this was here for the next couple of years. We had to make sure I was in this journey. In the last five years, this is what you In the last five years, 80% of salvations came through new multi-site church plants. Let the next thing happen. In the last five years, eight out of every ten people who came to Jesus came to Jesus at a new church plan. Not more than established church. In other words, when they were like, new church planting is an effective method of evangelism. When is it done by? There's another thing we should know. New church plants go three times naturally than established in. Why? Well, simple why Because it's easier to it's easier to give birth than the rest of the day. And I'm not going to say anything more about that. But that's the truth. It's easier to give birth than the rest of the day. That's why we church plants often real that that early. churches that come to churches grow on the average of 21 percent within three years after. In other words, a church that plants another church, even they will grow significantly within those first three years after planting the church. There's another with half, forty-seven percent of multi-site church campuses are in a small town or rural area. And the most successful multi-site campuses are typically within 15 to 20 miles of the main location. So those are some of the reasons why we're doing this. So be careful with the continue to give looks to that rock there. And then you're the reason you said you kind of need to be praying about. Uh, number one, prayer about German monastery. Did we have a, we have a good monastery set? But we need to use more help. And so if you're turning to the people from that monastery, uh, you can talk to that and talk to Ronnie. Uh, and we'll talk to We've got some people that, that will kind of speak in the right way. So be praying about German monastery. And we've been through this as well. Turn around attending a family church in Baltimore for a season, for a short season. Two, three months, or whatever the Lord will tell me. Again, this is kind of not just the tracks over there, the kind of still or the thing are still in the community over there as we have to plant this church from now, zero, from what that means. And of course, the third letter uh, is financing all of it. He printed out the finance because, you know, that that's a significant undertaking to help the church from absolutely nothing. And then he comes out not just the church, but one church in two locations. So, our Jerusalem is well, no? Our Jerusalem, at least what is coming here, is Walmart City. And in the next study about Ruth, our Samaria uh, will be the national nation. And we'll be the Jewish language in Kennedy County, who are in Salt Lake City. 
reaching out to the Mormon community. Uh, that one would be Jews for Jesus, like the Bible to the Ethan Eric spoke a few times. Uh, but we partner with them. Uh, now I'm going to send an offering to you that would know uh, what's going on in the Gospel of Jerusalem. So, that would be part of this convoy of hope. I mean, you're the convoy of hope. If you've ever lost a national news and see something, and put it in your trials and kind of a natural disaster, a lot of times you'll see the convoy of hope. Sure. Convoy of hope was a humanitarian faith-based organization with actually started by some of the town people. Uh, but if their help is to serve people who are impoverished, hungry, and hurt. And so our technology is in the state. Why are they doing the real? If someone's already doing something well, we'll be saying, why are they doing it? And so that's what we do. That's what we do. We do this ministry. Use for Jesus, convoy of hope. And then another, and I think it's all great, but many other Christians, but I feel that I'm going to add this as well. Uh, that is a challenge. It is a challenge to be part of our, our national services because we, we, we uh, oh, that's a international too, definitely. Uh, but uh, most of you know the list of administrators here to uh, my heart and, and Sue's heart. Uh, we support a very good very good story of the community, but we also support it, you know, like uh, the resident comes from my church, and I'm going to go that, and I just support you know, our goal. So our goal is to have every couple of you know, from family church, and family church, and family So I'm going to let you know that. So when I ask you, and then ask you again, and then ask you again, and just be warm, you know, that's all. Because look, it's not just, it's not just a guy who's on trouble, we make the negative there. But that's the thing about this ministry, and how we are so supporting of it. It will not help our but it will take a new marriage to 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 better, and it will take a better marriage to death. And marriages are key in terms of this, the spiritual foundation that we need in the band. So, uh, Marion County would also be a part of the Arsenal Care Financial Mission. Right? So, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and then we have the end of the University of International Mission. Under the end of the house would be the county of Jimmy Conway, who are in Congress, and folks from Great Independence, who got called on to Central America. So that's what we have in Congress. Christian Alexander, the Russell and Hunter Kennedy School from Russell Kennedy, her grad school down here in Russell. Got an opportunity to other places, but now she's in Scotland, playing the church in Glasgow in Scotland. Uh, at the house, I think it was more than a friend of the whole building. Years ago, God called on himself, I think they could do the chain by an iron and build a home uh, for, uh, for the living room. And then there was a real spot of the traffic initiative. And then uh, the most recent thing that would come up with this would be my sister brother-in-law, Bill and Val who would be this movie, partnering with him for the last few months. I told him then, and they did a home church in the Middle East, you that I cannot name the whole of them. I'm not trying to do it, but just one of those things. Because of the sense of religious and political mind of that region, I can't do that. But we'll go to our worship, our Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and Amazonia. Okay, that's what that was my time. But in that these different areas of ministry, we feel, don't listen to heaven, this is all about. This isn't just about providing resources for those that are in leading, or are looking at the call to the mission field. It's more than that. It's more than that. It's not our motive for providing these resources. One of the most unique things about the message of Jesus was how he shifted the focus from religion to religion. People, people don't have to connect with God through an institution or a priest or a set of beliefs or a mediator anymore. They can come directly to him 
I'm also looking at a question of John Pastor, where Jesus is challenging. I want to have many conversations with some of the religious leaders. People who are supposed to be leading the people to die, right? And here's what he said to them. He said, and John, I would explain to you know that thing study in the scriptures because you think that by then you'd be possessed of eternal life. And I'm going to give you this. You guys are missing the point. You're missing the point here. You get so caught up in the external things, studying the Bible, and studying the Bible is a good thing. Don't get me wrong, right? If your motive is right, if your motive is right, if your heart is right. But if they have a mutual relationship with God, to this level of do's and don'ts, if you do this, then God will love you. If you don't, then He won't. And then eternal life doesn't come just because you can check so many boxes, you'll be simply wanting when they come to church. See, if that's how you approach it with God, Jesus says, You're missing the point. You're missing, well, well what's the point of Jesus? He'd come with this little next verse, verse 40. John chapter 5. These are the scriptures that you lead to the scriptures. These are the scriptures that testify about who? Me and him. He said, no, they're going to take everything to point you to me. They're going to point you to me. You guys are going to do to them to be personal. That's his point. You guys are going to do to them to be personal. You're making my little thing and the stop is about me. Bible is not about me. The Bible is not me. There's a difference not for me, Jesus says. So don't read the Bible. Just read the Bible. Read the Bible. It's not me. It's not me. Because the Bible is not about me. Then you don't have eternal life. That's what he's saying there. And if you miss the person, you miss the point. And I'll let you tweet that in a moment. If you miss the person, you miss the point. That's what he says here. That's why I'm kind of just mentioned it's personal. It's personal. Because it is. Christianity is personal. And this is something that took me a while to figure out because the children I didn't have a child, even though it was a university, and even though I preached the word, it didn't really talk about having a personal relationship with Jesus or explaining what that, what that looked like. When I first accepted Christ, I got my church better to meet God. I'm just being honest. I got my church better to meet God. Even though I had a genuine encounter about it, it was legitimate. But there was really no relational law. I was getting all the right things. I even started reading my Bible. A Bible all the way. A Bible all the one. But I had all the most things that were for the Bible. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Come on. Right? A Bible I know, but I had no idea. So, 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 I knew the books of the Bible, but I didn't know how to do it. In a lot of ways. I was like the people of Jesus was addressing in John down the Bible. I believe in the Bible, come to Sunday school, come to church, but I didn't really have a personal connection with God. Consequently, having accepted Christ, the time that we had that personal connection with God, and I kind of shared this before, but when my, my parents turned to Blue Oak and they got a divorce, I don't like Blue Oak, at that age, we felt like we're people, we love the church. Pretty much just walk away from God and grab a little further, further away from Him for a season of my life. But I didn't really understand the personal dynamic of Christianity until I came back to the Lord about eight years later. And also, the thing, the thing that started to draw from that and not understand the personal nature of a relationship with God, it was worship. It was worship. I started attending a Church was my sister, who was attending in the mustard seed at the time. At that time, which is it's now Red City Church, but my father used to live in the West Orange. But, but at the time that I went, back in 1976, and then August of 76, 
The Buffalo chicken was not at a half cup thickness and 38 inch HD. I paid it at a percentage, they Right across the most of the feminism is more than a thickness HD. The Buffalo chicken is 38 inch HD. I'm not going to have a system. How many of you have ever heard about Jesus' revolution? How many of you Remember that scene where they were lying against Captain Jim and what was on the chicken to take him to task? And then he walks into the living room and all the chicken is there with their dead guitars and buckles and people are raising their hands. That's exactly what it looked like when I walked over the town. I don't get it. It was like a little stop at I walked in there and all the city and some of them had guitars and my friend there was like a bag of bags. We're good enough for the day that they want to meet that character. Where is that? I'm thinking of it on. And some of the girls come in, you know, they were raising their hands and so on. You know, they had that churchy and churchy. Oh, they said, you better point out to the sick and in that bathroom. What do they do? That was me. And I they were kind of stretching my mind and bleeding from my back. As weird as it was, because I wasn't into that kind of worship. I wasn't into the Southern Baptist worship. You know, first set, third stanza, that's it. You know, I, I, I wasn't used to this raising hands and, and then I'm you know, sitting down with Bible, and I'm sitting down with Bible, and, 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 and as weird as it was, as much as I was really cool, that's expecting that kind of get out of the living room. But part of it is like, man, this is this stuff I was trying to in a strange way. Because I'm not just forgetting that, whatever it is, whoever it is, these people are worshiping here. It's legit. They don't really believe, you know, what they're doing. And that's the thing they got. It's the personal nature. The personal nature of how these people worship God. And so, as I begin to lean in, I begin to lean in. I mean, I, I bought a Bible. I went and bought a Bible. I made a And then one day, while being in 1905, I came down to the book in 1907, verse 21. Not only he said to me, well, that was a problem for him. Because that was my life. I don't have a bed. So, uh, and I come across that. Not everyone says to me, Lord, Lord, what can you do? But all the theology does to look like my father is in heaven. Okay? What's it to look like? If all the things you keep is real, I'm going to get into the points of love, which we know. And all the closure, this next verse, haunts me. And it should haunt you as well. Matthew 7, verse 22. Many, what said that with Many will say to me on that day. What? Judgment day. The day that we all stand before the Lord, you're going to die on a lot. And according to Jesus, on that day, there's going to be a bunch of people who are going to believe that case with Jesus. Why they should have been, why you should have been in heaven. Lord, Lord, get down from outside of the day and you can talk about demons and anything that's more than your miracles. And then we have one of the story verses in the Bible, verse 1 and 3. Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evil doers. Wow. I'm just, wow. On the most important day of your life, a Bible, when we stand before God, we count on our life, and there are going to be many, many, who would be being a No, I check out most of the techniques. I love the church that puts money in pocket every now and then. You can show how big things you have to come on. No, no, you know, should, 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 we check out the box and get We know the same church is the first one. 
And the response will be not just no. This is what we have to It's not just no, but who do you Who are you I don't know. Why? Because it's personal. Because it's personal. All the other stuff, that's not. But before all that, I just want to be here. I just want to be here. Because a lot of people love church. They don't really love that. And that's why it's no good. Listen, this is important. It's no coincidence that the first step of our traffic, we pursue on the vision, is that you would come to know, not know about it. All eternity, all eternity is based on who we know about you. That's why Christianity is personal. But it's not just Christianity that is personal. Let's make it happen out of the bottom of that. Not only is Christianity personal, compassion is personal for sure. Our compassion, Matthew 5, 25, verse 2, 1, verse 3. When the Son of Man comes in his glory, and that is what you can And all the he will sit on the glorious throne, on his glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered by the world, and he will separate the people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And the Lord's going to look like that's going to be an amazing sight. Next two verses, he will put the sheep on the front and they lift up his back. Then the people say, Look on his Come, you who are blessed by my father, take the inheritance and came and prepared for each and separation of the world. Then Jesus shifts gears and starts asking why those on the right got the inheritance. For I was hungry, and he gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty, and he gave me something to drink. I was stranded, and he invited me in. I needed clothes, and he clothed me. I was sick, and he looked down on me. I was in prison, and he came to visit me. And the last one are going to be like, what? Uh, when did we do that, Jesus? What are you talking about? Verse 37. Then the writers of Jesus said, When did we see you on your feet? What did we see you on your feet? When did we see you on your feet? When did we see you on When did we see you on your feet? When did we see you on your Jesus' response is, Verse 40. The king will reply, Truly, I tell you, whatever you did for one of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did it for me. Look at that, that verse 25, 36, and I'm highlighting it. The person of the For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you went after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Now, I don't think it's Christianity, person, or compassion. Should be personal as well. And our request to be the easiest place for people to experience the love and forgiveness of Jesus. And our pursuit of the vision to see those who are part of God, not the mother and the ignorance of the faith. As we pursue the easy thing, let's be mindful not to lose sight of who it's all about. Because according to Jesus, when we do these things for those in need, it's the same as it is with men for. So, question. How much do you know the managers? Do you know the managers? You realize that you get all these things that you experience from other than 
you realize that not that long ago, this was all just a dream. It was a vision that we had. We were at the hospital. We were over there. We had a we had a plan. We had a vision. We knew where we wanted to go though. We just didn't have the resources to get there. So we began to pray. And it's no coincidence that when this church began to pivot, start reaching out, and God gave us this vision, and we began to pray. And in one week, and I had to come to Baptist for a while behind me, but he would come back as early this week. This was this was in one this was actually within three days. Right at the plane, and God moved on the hearts of a couple of different people, two totally unrelated people, two demonstrators, and one person felt that we had to give him $5,000, and another person gave him $7,000. And I told him, I'm going to get that in the current time I just made before. But he also decided that he just made such a miracle, and as miraculous as that was, it was the time. Because we were over there. And we were in the crossroads, and we had a plan, and we had a vision, but we didn't have the resources, so we needed to pray, and then God moved on us from your hands. And then we were able to, to use that to, to prepare us to learn about today. But folks, we're going to be crossroads. And we got the God vision. But what I want you to know is the thing you guys from here is going to be saying that you just don't today. Your obedience and your generosity. We're riding. We're riding on the shoulders of generosity of others who are going to live a legacy line. Those who understood that we brought them into this world with us and we ain't taking nothing with us when we were. I'm going to do what God has done. We've got this man. Got this a couple weeks ago. Some of the tips are here. He said that Patrick Curtis and Henry Jimmy's. During this college of Boston, I attended the local assembly of God's religion in the last couple of Sundays. Both were welcoming and enjoyable experiences. But it also confirmed what a special place in our family church it is. One that cannot be replicated or break. And I'm going to pick it to you from here because the plan is to replicate it. When we have your involvement, so. I understand what he's saying. One that cannot be replicated or replaced. The positive energy that abounds our walls and the momentum that carries everyone forward. But it's this next day. Thanks to your gifts. Thanks to your gifts, our work and dedication, our work church offers a place for everyone and feel God moving the way that's on my our pastor's been possessed to feel like you know that the town needs to find them together for their worship music is at a different level. I said our worship music is at a different level. The loving team moms are difficult and brief, and our technology team presents the service that an unparalleled call will mention it to. Nobody incorporates a word into its into the system and real life act on him. Thank you for blessing our community. You are a community. Brother Alma, that we first mentioned Legacy Summit, 
We've been asking you to pray about what God and Adam did in your addiction to the Lord. And again, let me be clear, this is good voluntary. Um, it's not an education, it's not a requirement. Um, this is an opportunity. This is an opportunity to partner with God and to honor the Lord with a special first day and together. The voting of the Bible's love and the burden of the Bible's gift. You know, one of Jesus' most amazing miracles when he lost all those people was how he could the word. They could always be understood as a man. And he gave him murder. Love. By the way, he lived his life. He made that. He made that murder murder. And you know that man is the most famous person in life that tells us, for God so loved the world that he Gave this one of these seven, the religion that's not hers, but had to turn it on. Last Sunday evening, when it should be, I talked a little bit about this Sunday, a little bit about what I was going to be sharing this morning. But I also challenged him to carefully consider a legacy to the Lord. But I don't want to ask some of the people that were not willing to do that as leaders of the church. And that's terrifying. So I said, I'm not going to have to give you something that I'm going to do. So I said, just be praying about that. And if you want to let me know, then just let me know sometime this week. Little by little, you know, this week. Got a text. Pastor, you pray about it, you go out there and folks will do this lesson. And I think you should know that thus far, your leaders and family church have given over $18,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I'm not the folks that when we're talking about a small group of people, but the people who get it, they understand what we're trying to do here. They understand that all the best ways to love God is to love those who love us. Because our living is not so much about our living as it is about our love and our worship to God. The problem is true. The people absolutely have. But even beyond that, giving is one of the most tangible ways of worship and expressing the love of the Lord God. That's what this legacy is not meant to talk about. If you didn't come here to give today, that's fine. And by the way, we're not going to pass it down and place this way about the church today. Give my people a little bit of 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 a little but I want to understand that this is about giving and all kinds of children to these young children and these young children and all those things. This is about helping bring life to stir the dark places like Saul's baby doll and the last one is God and Honduras. This is about not telling young children, young girls and boys, being trapped in and chained by the fire. It's not just about helping marginalized people and families and continuous to do it out of the grocery bill. It's not just about helping those who are in need of financial assistance with the rent or the children or some gas to make good virus more. No, it's about worshiping the one, the one who rescued my husband, the one who loved to be home when I was a mess, the one who loved me. You know, when you were a mess. This way, this gospel will go toward those other things yet. But first, it goes to the one who is worthy of praise and worship because it's a person.
Es próximo. Vamos a ver esto. If you're here today and you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus, I want you to know that this is your moment. In fact, that's why we're here today. We don't think God brought you here because of that. You might not want to be. No, He brought you here because this is the day of salvation for you. And if that's you, all you have to do is surrender your mind and say, That's what it's that easy to do. It'll do. But it'll cost you everything. It'll cost you everything. Bible says if you confess that Jesus is Lord within your heart and God ready to come to you would be saved. So if that's you, if you're not on God today, you would like to have to know that it It would be my honor to meet you in that prayer. So if you would just went through the chapter and say, Do you today I give my, my life to you? Forgive me of my sin. I know my life's good. It's messed up and I need God. I need to fix it. So I surrender my life to you and I receive your life on the journey. You'll know the Holy Spirit. Show me your life purpose and help me to live in my life for you from this day forward. In Jesus' name, amen.